Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It all started with mom. She's always had a way of making everyday moments feel like an adventure. So this Mother's Day, Kate Spade New York is here to help you thank mom and all the mother figures in your life. From our newest arrivals, like springy dragonfly-adorned handbags and jewelry, to gifts under $100, to the best sellers on Mom's Most Wanted list, there's something for everyone. Maybe you can even treat yourself, too. Shop the Mother's Day gift guide at katespade.com. Hey there. It's time for some self-care. This week's episode is a doozy. It wasn't the planned episode for this week, but sometimes a book hits me really hard and it lined up really well with, you know, the holidays. Um, so a warning to start, if you are looking for an upbeat celebration of Mother's Day, this isn't it. It's an incredibly difficult day for many, and this episode is for the people with narcissistic moms who are trying to just survive the bombardment of happy, syrupy, sweet Mother's Day ads right now. So if this is not something you're interested in, I hope you'll come back next week when I cover Whitney Cummings' hilarious book, I'm Fine and Other Lies. Um, that was the one that started me on my journey of self-understanding, and it honestly has really ended up changing my life. So that one will be a much lighter episode. Okay, so now let's dive in. Today I want to talk about the book, Narcissistic Mothers, How to Handle a Narcissist Parent and Recover from CPTSD, by Caroline Foster. So this was a pretty quick listen on Audible, and it was suggested to me by a professional. I am currently learning a lot about covert narcissism and narcissism in general. Let me give you some highlights from the book. There is a typical narcissistic household model. There is the narcissistic parent the enabler parent, a golden child, a scapegoat, and if there's a third child, there's also the forgotten child. Narcissist is a word that has been thrown around quite a bit. It's used to describe arrogant people, confident people, really sometimes anybody that you don't really like. Um, but real narcissism is a deep wound that poisons their blood, and that poison passes on to future generations. The enabler allows the narcissist to do their thing. Uh, they let them scapegoat one child and praise the other. They watch all the lies and allow them to happen. They're usually wounded, too. We're all just suffering the wounds of our ancestors, really. The golden child is perfection, praised constantly, rarely disciplined, and always placed above the other kids. They can do no wrong. The scapegoat is the emotional dumpster of the family. All the shame is placed on them. They carry the burden of the entire family's insecurities. But they are also either trying to please and fit in, or they are a truth teller and pissing everyone off. Most victims of narcissistic parents have what is called CPTSD, 
complex post-traumatic stress disorder, which develops from repeated abuse over a very long time. Fun stuff. The five symptoms of CPTSD are emotional flashbacks, toxic self-shame, self-abandonment, a vicious inner critic, and social anxiety. Honestly, this book hit me pretty hard. My entire life is starting to make a lot more sense, um, which is incredibly painful. This book was way too accurate. But it also made me feel less alone and less crazy. Um, Because that's part of the plan, isn't it? Gaslighting you into believing that you're crazy and that your reactions are the problem, not the treatment that caused the reaction, of course. One of the quotes that kind of stopped me dead in this book was about how if you are told over and over again that you are jealous or angry or hostile or aggressive or too emotional, anything really, you will start to believe it and become it. And I definitely think that's true. Um, I've used like the positive version of that lately to try and, you know, improve things. And it works the same way. So this discovery has really shifted my perspective. I used to view all of my memories from the perspective of a terrified little girl, you know, who is living it and believing that it's somehow all her fault. And now I view things more as a grown, sensible adult uh, who's looking back and going, what the fuck? And I am sorry about the language in this one, but seriously, what the fuck? Also, this book made me somewhat grateful to be the scapegoat child. It's been fucking awful, but it has made me strong and independent. And I've made it this far. I think that not enough people ask why. It's honestly my favorite question. I love hearing how other people think and what they feel and what matters to them. I love to know their motivations. This might be a little bit left over from acting classes. Uh, I guess at least my degree is still getting some use. <laughs> um, I've been thinking a lot lately about a story that I've heard over and over throughout my life about a relative who cut off the family because of issues over babysitting. Um, I always thought that was a wild overreaction, but I never questioned why someone might actually make that decision. I never questioned how you even get to a place where that's something you have to consider. It's never just one small thing. It's death by a thousand cuts for your entire life. Everyone's a villain in someone else's story, remember? I understand that relative now. Life can't be summed up in quick little stories. There is so much more going on under the surface, especially in a narcissist family. Everything's a facade. All the good shit isn't actually real. It's all just for show, and it disappears as soon as you're not in public. It's all for protection, too. Every man for himself, and trust me, they make sure to throw the scapegoat to the wolves. Oh well. Now going back, only moving forward. I am a story now summed up in a few sentences, no matter if it's true or not. So this book also introduced me to the term triangulation, when the narcissist pits the golden child and the scapegoat against each other by constantly comparing and even lying to keep them apart. Uh, the narc becomes the conduit between the children and can decide what information gets through, so they control the whole story. There really is no way to know what narrative they have created to your siblings, your extended family, friends, anyone. All you can do is know the truth and accept that you will lose some people. Because not everybody sees that side of the narcissist. And if you have not had a narcissist parent, you really just 
can't wrap your head around it. That's for all those wonderful people that are like, but she's your mom. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, here's a positive, because there is always something good no matter what is going on. The positive is that the cycle can be broken. My kids are proof. I I question a lot of things in life, but I know deep in my soul that I'm a good mother. Um, mostly because I'm giving them everything I needed and never received. And I'm so happy that I can do that for them. They deserve everything. <laughs> and that's my good part of Mother's Day. I don't really feel like it's a necessary holiday, um, because my kids are good to me most days. I mean, they are teenagers, but I know they love me and they love each other. And we have really open and honest discussions. And I try to always respect them as their own people. And they're wonderful. It's not difficult to lead with love. This book is essential for anyone with a narcissistic mom. Um, there's one for dads, too. It was brutal, but eye-opening. And it really did make me feel less crazy and less alone and less wrong. <sighs> Mother's Day is hard. All of this is really hard. I appreciate you joining me on this journey. Um, I promise next week will be a lighter episode. But if you can relate to what I'm saying, I am terribly sorry and I'm thinking of you. If you have a book that has been helpful or life-changing for you, um, send me a message, books.cats.pod at Instagram or Gmail. And take care of yourselves. Love the people who love you back. Stay strong and believe the best is yet to come. Peace.